This is Kevin Burt from the Thumbs in Pockets chapter of the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club saying thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry. This episode is entitled The Pageant. It aired on November the 30th, 1964. And this is all about the Mayberry Centennial Pageant. By the way, uh, the town of Mayberry was founded in 1864, just like what many people believe this show was based on. The real town of Mount Airy, North Carolina, was also founded in that year. So this episode opens up with uh, Opie and Andy hanging a Mayberry Centennial Pageant audition sign telling people to come out or using a term that Barney used in another episode all the tryouters to let them know that the auditions are coming up again celebrating the 100th anniversary of Mayberry and then uh, after a few moments Barney and Andy explained the use of the term centennial in language to Opie and again this is sort of humorous listening to the various different uh, explanations Barney not believing there's an insect with a hundred legs uh, then they start getting into some tongue twisters now I really like this part where they do the tongue twisters and because Opie is able to do most of the ones that Barney can do right away and of course Barney mentions that he had practice and likes to give a lot of credit to Eleonora Poultice his speech instructor and if that name sounds familiar she's also his voice instructor so again she helped him out quite a bit but again it's a very funny scene between uh, Opie and Barney doing their tongue twisters together uh, in a few moments Aunt B enters and says she'll likely do her normal sewing for the play and then there's a hint maybe for Aunt B to possibly uh, try out for a role this year and she doesn't seem that interested but the thought sort of sticks with her so in the next scene, we see we're in the Taylor kitchen, and Opie and Aunt B are in the kitchen together, and Opie's really focused. I love this scene because it shows you the mindset between kids and adults. Opie's really focused on the brownies that Aunt B's going to make, and, and Aunt B really is just talking about her previous stage experience. You can see that she's starting to really think about uh, trying out for this play, and so she, she's almost having a conversation with herself about the brownies as, as Opie's almost having a conversation with, uh, excuse me, she's having a conversation about herself about possibly uh, auditioning, and uh, Opie's having a conversation about possibly nothing but the brownies. So uh, again, uh, we go back and we see another scene where they're on a small stage and they're showing the auditions. And uh, Aunt B gets the courage to go up and speak to John Masters, who's directing the play, about playing the lead role, Lady Mayberry. And uh, but he right away says something about how beautiful the costume she makes and looks looks forward to what she comes up with. And so she backs out at that moment. So then the next scene we see, we're back at the Taylor home in the den, and uh, we find out, because John Masters and Andy and Barney come over, that uh, Claire Edwards had to drop out of the play because a relative was sick. And um, at this point, Aunt B sees an opening. <laughs> and I love how she, uh, how she acts during this scene. And so um, she starts throwing hints that maybe she could be the replacement. It's funny, rather than simply say, uh, I can do it, you know, she wants them to recognize her doing that. And I think that's so brilliant of the writers to write it that way. So after a few uh, uh, little um, actions that Aunt B does, uh, Aunt, you can see Andy gets that look. And, you know, Andy's really good. Uh, Andy Griffith's really good throughout the whole uh, series about getting that look on his face when he's got an idea. And so he gets the idea that maybe Aunt B should uh, do this. And my favorite part of the scene is when uh, uh, John Masters talks about how the play lady playing Lady Mayberry has to be uh, smooth and, and glide. And then you see Aunt B gliding across the room. I just love that. It's so funny. And then we see John Masters finally ask Aunt B to be Lady Mayberry. 
So in the next scene, we're at rehearsals, and we see Andy and Barney uh, rehearsing a scene, and Barney's wearing a, a Native American uh, uh, headdress, and um, Andy's also playing a Native American, uh, he's playing a, a pale face, I believe. <laughs> Merriweather's the name of his, his character. But what I really like about this scene, and uh, Aunt B does this later, is that these are talented actors, and Don Knotts has to act like he can't act. Just like Don Knotts could really sing, and in many a couple of the episodes, they talk about him not having a voice and and not have, really having a good singing voice. Although in some episodes he sings well, so again a little inconsistency there that doesn't bother me at all. But what I love about this is how Don Knotts changes his voice and look at his body language when he's standing up. You could see he's making himself look like he's uncomfortable, and I, again that's just good acting uh, by that part and by what he's doing there. I really love that. And again, uh, Lady Mayberry takes the stage, and what, another funny scene is when he was going out to sit in the audience, Barney sits there and he keeps his Native American headdress on, and Andy tells him he can take it off. He says, no, that's all right, because <laughs> he wants to leave it on. And I've done a little bit of stage work, and so I, sometimes you get in your costume, it's so much fun to have it on, you really don't want to take it off. So Lady Mayberry gets up and starts to, um, all, uh, starts to do her role, and what I like here uh, is look at the audience reactions, not just Andy and Barney, but the people behind John Masters, uh, the person who wrote the play, and then the other people sitting in the audience, what we would call the extras or background actors and actresses. Uh, look at their reactions to Aunt B acting. So again, all of that's played out so well. So in the next scene, we're at the courthouse, and John Masters has just given up on Aunt B. We find out that he worked with her for three hours and, and that he just can't have her play the role. They're going to have to find somebody else. And so... Uh, Masters asks Andy if he'd be, tell Aunt B that she's no longer going to play the role, and that's a, that'd be a tough thing to uh, you know get a lead role like that and somebody tell you you don't have the talent to play it. So Andy says that's oh, probably easier coming for him, so he says he'll do it, and you know he's regretting this. And so in the next scene we see him back in the tailor den, and Andy's struggling to tell Aunt B um, that uh, you know she doesn't want to play the role, so he's trying to lay hints or maybe make Aunt B think she's not happy with John Masters to get her to maybe quit so he doesn't have to do it. And then um, Aunt B starts to leave, and uh, John Masters calls and tells Andy that Claire Edwards is back in town. And see, Claire Edwards was always the person that played Lady Mayberry, and she does a very good job with it. So uh, uh, now that she's back in town, um, this is a chance for uh, Claire to get the lead role back, make John Masters happy, but we still haven't solved how we're going to get this across to Aunt B. So again... You see the face that Andy does when he gets an idea to solve a problem. Had a little bit of help from Opie here because Opie said he was tired of eating at the diner. So in the next scene, we're in the Taylor kitchen, and we see that Clara comes over, and at this point, Aunt B finds out that Clara is going to be cooking for Andy and Opie. And again, watch Aunt B's face. She's immediately jealous, doesn't want anybody else in her kitchen. And then uh, as the dialogue goes along, Clara does uh, the Lady Mayberry opening speech, and she does it so beautifully. And then at this point, you see Aunt B realizes that, oh my goodness, Clara really should be in this role. And so you see um, uh, Aunt B in the meantime, and after thinking about it, give the role back to Clara. Now here's something that I think is quite interesting. In several of the episodes, Clara is not very gracious 
I don't want to say she's mean-spirited, but we see her do things that you think, oh, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. But in this episode, she's really quite gracious and um, very nice to Aunt B, telling her she'd be great in the in the role and everything and really doesn't want to take the role back and all this kind of stuff. But again, I really liked seeing this version of, of Clara Edwards. Also, we see that um, in, in this scene that Aunt B admits that Clara is a better actress, and Andy just is so pleased that Aunt B has the, uh, you know, has the idea and understands that she really is. So we get to the final scene, and we see Clara on stage as Lady Mayberry doing a beautiful job. And <laughs> this scene, Barney, uh, who's you know likes to think he's the best at everything, sees that there's another gentleman wearing his Native American headdress, and he understands that now he, Barney's going to be replaced. And so he gets upset, and the scene ends with uh, uh, Barney chasing the guy, <laughs> trying to get his headdress back, and John Masters chasing Barney. So again, a funny scene, a, another good episode, uh, again, showcasing uh, how much, again, these characters care for each other. And again, that's the whole thing that uh, I've been told that Andy Griffith said that uh, reason, one of the reasons this series was so successful is everybody cared about each other. So, what is the trivia question for this episode? If you've watched the episode, uh, you'll know the answer to this, but if not, you can go back and watch it. Barney has a nickname for the theater. What does Barney call the theater? If you know the answer, uh, you're welcome to check your answer by going to burkeonmayberry.com. That's B-U-R-K-E on Mayberry.com. And look at the episode entitled The Pageant. And in parentheses, I'll have the answer there. Or you can email me at burke at imayberry.com. That's B-U-R-K-E-K at imayberry.com. And I'll respond and tell you whether or not you got the answer correct. Again, I hope you're enjoying these uh, Burke on Mayberry podcasts. And as I always say in Mayberry, my best to you and yours. And thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry.